Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Uh, you already know what it is, Mr. Don Tripp. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Wish me well as I go with my peers had never been. If I don't make it back home, contact my next. All right, so we got our day one fam, Don Tripp, back <laughs> off the porch with us. Indeed, indeed. Again. You know, we man. go all the way back. You know, we rocking. Yes, sir, man. That's how you feeling today? Man, you know, you know me, man. As long as I'm alive, I wouldn't dare complain. You know, every day is a good day to me. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so you're here in Atlanta. You had the indeed, show indeed. last night with Currency and yeah, Star yeah. Lido. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a hell of an experience, too, man. You know, Atlanta showed a lot of love. Yeah. It's always great to, you know, to, to come in any environment and, you know, they embrace us. And, you know, last night was one of the times. And it was definitely special. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was a packed house too. Oh man. yeah, it definitely was. They did it. It was uh, a moment we, while we was performing, and I guess the, the whoever was controlling the lights, <clears throat> and he swung the light around, and you know, and when it showed the the, the whole audience, so, you know, I didn't even know it was, it was people. Oh yeah, they got the, the seats back like, there. Okay, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was definitely a good look. Yeah, a, a, I think a good surprise. Was it? Yeah. I think this was the second show you guys have done, right? With Currency or? Nah, this, you gotta forgive me, I lose track fast. Um, <laughs> Cause I know you guys had the Chicago might, show recently. Might be about the, that might have been like the fourth one we done with really? Currency. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you know, somehow, you know, our, um, our audience kind of, it kind of blends in. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't make the, the same kind of music, but I, you know, I guess we just, you know, it's just in the, in the same pocket. And it works. It's it's almost ingenious how well it works. Absolutely, it's like yeah. all three of you have like these cult yeah. fan bases to where Indeed. your fans ride or die with yeah, you guys. Yeah, you know, it's, it, man, it's a, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to experience. I, I promise. Yeah, especially being an independent artist. Too, yeah, man. definitely, definitely. And you know the fact that the currency is you know it's in that same realm. Mm -hmm. So you know that that I don't know. It's almost like. Uh, you know, our instant gratification, you know, we step on the stage and see, you know, all these people, 
all these people came here to see us, you know, yeah. and, and it means the world. Absolutely, man. You guys rocked it. I hope um, you guys can put together a tour too, man. Yes, yeah, so, you know, you know. Hopefully, we can build that out. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, I'm sure all parties involved are all for that. So, absolutely. I can dig it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, since you last sat on these steps, man, I yeah. want to congratulate you. You got married uh, indeed, earlier indeed, this indeed. year, man. Yeah, man. It's so, uh, it's growth. It's uh. <laughs> So far, you know, so far it's been wonderful. I, I've been, uh, I've been told it's, you know, supposed to get tricky, or you know, it tends to get tricky. But I don't know. I, I think so far so good. You know, I, I got nothing to complain about. Yeah. Was this something you had thought about for a while? Like, is it now the time, or was this kind of a spontaneous thing? Like, man, I need to get married. No, it, I, I don't know. I guess the, I guess the relationship just, just, you know, brought that about. I never really been one, you know, for uh, marriage or, you know, that's never really been a conversation I've ever had. Hmm. It just, I don't know, it just felt right to do. It just felt like the space, you know, the space was the, the perfect, it was the perfect time and space for me to be in. And, you know, we just went for it. Yeah. yeah. So you feel like the relationship hasn't changed since you guys did get married? I mean, of or? course it's, it's changed, but it's, um, I mean, it, it, has, it hasn't declined, you know. It's, yeah. So far it's, um, you know, it's just a, it's a learning experience, of course. It's not, um, it's, it's really not something, it's not like a, a cookie-cutter approach to, to a mm -hmm. marriage. I think, you know, the relationship, you know, y'all got to make it work how, you know, how y'all function. And like I said, so far, so far, so good. Yeah, absolutely, man. And the ceremony looked beautiful, too, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it. it. Shit, it, 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 it cost enough, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Hey, at least you waited, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like you had your funds, right? Didn't have to go yeah, broke yeah. over this. So. True that, true that. <laughs> I ain't break the bank. Yeah. If I would have let it war. You know, them women, they, they want everything yeah, as outlandish as they can, man. Man, she, damn, they wanted a helicopter to drop us off. <laughs> man. Nah, that's dope, though. Congrats again, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so last night during the concert, um, you guys paid tribute to Young Dolph. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, unfortunately, indeed. it's been a whole year, man. Yeah, you don't even seem real. And, you know, the, the, the nature of his death, you know, that's always, you know, looming. Yeah. And that, that's, I don't know, I think that's kind of um, eerie for all musicians, period. And... For that, Dolph just, you know, just so happened to be somebody I actually knew, somebody mm -hmm. I was actually close to, so it hit a little different. And, you know, like I said, it's still, it's, you know, still unreal. Sometimes you want to reach out and, you know, of yeah. course, you know, it, it, you know, there's no person to reach out to. <clears throat> but, you know, that, it don't, it just, it just feel right. We almost, um, I want to say every, every time we've performed since, you know, since, since he passed, you know, we had, it, it's, you know, it, it just don't feel right not to, mm -hmm. especially, you know, me coming from Memphis and just about every place I've visited, you know, they're familiar with Dolph. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, for us, it's just, you know, it's a respect factor. And I don't think we could do it without, uh, you know, showing some love to Dolph. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know you and him had a lot of songs together. Yeah, we had a shitload of records. Dolph was... Um, me and Dolph actually met while we both was, you know, while both our names was, was beginning to buzz. 
Mm-hmm. So you know that you know add a different dynamic to the relationship. We you know we didn't meet as um, as successful artists, so to speak. When we met, we both was trying to trying to build it up. Yeah. And you know we just you know just kept it close ever since then. Yeah. And you know that's you know if if feel like you know it's like losing a friend, like losing a close friend. Dolph was like I don't know if I said that before, but Dolph was like one of the first people to call me when I lost my brother. Oh, really? And you know that, so you know, the, the following year to, you know, to lose Dolph, you know, it was a little extra weird, so. Yeah. yeah. As far as these songs you guys got together, is it tough to listen to them? Or, or do you kind of cherish those songs to be like, Man. At first, like, you know, when, when it, you know, when it first happened, of course, it was, it was hard to hear, hear any song from Dolph right mm-hmm. then. But, you know, it's the same way with my brother, but with, you know, with time, you know, make it a little easier to listen to. And at some point, it stopped being, it stopped being sad to hear it. And then, you know, it become almost uh, a proud moment. Like, you know, I'm, I'm proud that, you know, we, we spent that time together and we, we was able to create, you know, those those works of art. Yeah. So now listening to it is almost, uh, it's almost an accolade. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Yeah. And what type of person was Dolph like away from the music, man? Because we know you guys got to spend some time together. Man, Dolph was, um, he definitely was high. <laughs> he definitely was high. Um, Dolph, was, Dolph was a very, uh, I don't know, you, like you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know Dolph was as well off as he was. You know, at least, you know, in our, in our space, you know, we was, you know, it's like we was family already, you know, we, we knew each other. It was more like, um, you know, more like brothers kicking it, <clears throat> and you know, the, whenever, whenever we linked up, it never was about, you know, music is what transpired from it, and you know, but a lot of times when we link up, we just linking up to link up, or you know, he'll be in town, and I'll be in town, yeah. and then you know, we try to catch each other however we can, and you know, I, I don't know, it, like I said, you know, it's, it's still kind of weird. Dolph was always one of them people that, you know, career wise. Like I said, we both kind of, we, we both, we met in the in space we both was climbing mm-hmm. and then Dolph just like skyrocketed. And it was a point where Dolph was, um, right before he signed Key Glock, or what might've been right after he signed Key Glock. But either way, you know, he, he was trying to do whatever he could to try to, to boost, you know, my shit to the, the level he was at. And, you know, like I was telling him, you know, that kind of shit, you really can't, you know, it happens when it happens, if yeah. it happens. And, you know, I, I just appreciate the fact that when I wasn't present, you know, that was something that, that he cared about. Just, you know, for any. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, for any outside person to care about my career, you know, that, that means that means something to me. And for it to be a person that's close to me and for him, you know, to, to reach the successes he was reaching on his own and wanted to share it, you know, that's, that says something in itself. Yeah. But, you know, I, I feel like that's the kind of person he was, though. Yeah. Do you feel like there's kind of been like a black cloud over Memphis since his passing, especially since it happened in his city? Um, I think so. <clears throat> I think, you know, I guess you could say it would be a black cloud because the thing about street shit, when, when shit occurs, 
you wind up with more rumors than than truth. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what's going on. You don't know what to believe. And the crazy thing about it, even when you know, sometimes the people involved don't know what's really going on because you know you don't really get the opportunity to fact check when you start. You know, you hearing shit. You hear this was the reason, or that was the reason, or this person's involved. And you know, some some of it, you know, some of it had like like real, you know, some real uh, some real backlash from it. And it's still pieces falling now, you know. It, it yeah, just, someone just got charged like yeah, a couple you know, weeks ago. And for me, I kind of have to, since I wasn't, like, I don't really know what occurred. And, you know, the, all, the only information I've uh, observed is the same thing everybody else has been seeing. And like I said, you know, it's impossible to fact check. Yeah. And I'm not, um, I care about it. It means something to me. But... I don't feel like I'm so important that I could reach out to you know people that are closer for you know for clarity. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's I don't think that's respectful in no way. Yeah. Now, I don't want to you know reach out to you know his close family and, you know just to inquire. I rather you know so be it. Yeah, you know of course I'm interested. I want to know you know what what the fuck happened mm -hmm. and why. But, you know, I just had to sit back and be patient and wait for, you know, wait for the shit to unfold and, yeah. and see where it go from there. And, you know, a lot of it is shocking. I still can't, you know, believe that's how it was, uh, how it was handled. I don't really, again, I don't know, you know, what transpired. I only know the end result. Yeah. And like you said, with Memphis, right now, <clears throat> if somebody got killed right now, you wouldn't really know, you know, the, the, the first thing people are going to assume is that it's, you know, that it's tied into that. And it's just kind of impossible to know if it is or if it's not, if you're not, you know, directly involved with this shit that's going on. Yeah. yeah especially on the internet, people just run with it. Uh, it but that's the crazy thing about it. Like, I mean, before the internet, word of mouth was already reckless enough. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, when it comes to shit that's happening in the street, the miscommunication is, you know, that that shit's devastating. It's catastrophic, and when you add the internet into it, now you got word of mouth from from other states chiming yeah. in. You don't really know when you seeing shit on the internet. You don't really know where this person's from that's chiming in, and you know, people from out of town be having like whole fucking hour-long conspiracy theories to to tell you, you know, what you know what they what they know happened without knowing anything yeah. and that you know that only add to it and make it worse because like I said you don't really get the fact check you hear what you hear and for you no know, I'm certain that you know street people involved on his end too that you know they want to see justice in their own way and when it comes to the rumor mill with it being a physical rumor mill and a fucking internet rumor mill you don't know which way it swing nah for real and, you know it it's it's you know it's it's interesting to see how it's unfolding. I'm just proud that you know MPD is still investigating, and you know to see shit like a year later they you know grab another suspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I don't know. Just like everywhere, you know, guilt you know innocent to proven guilty. So I don't know if the people they got in custody are responsible for it or not. And if so, then you know that's great that they you know that they caught up with it. If not, then it's still a good thing that they even, you know, they even still involved in, in the investigation, you know, try to resolve it.
Yeah. Well, you know, I try to solve it better yet. Yeah. Long live Dolph, man. His, indeed. His presence indeed. Long live Dolph. And yeah. uh, Mr. Gabbana. Dolph used to, uh, I used to have to ask him what the hell he was talking about on some of the songs. He, he was naming, like, uh, fashion designers and fashion brands and shit. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck he, t-. like, he was on the record. He said some, um, he did patent leather Alexandra Del- Delapos or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that, man? I don't know. I don't even know what you're saying. Like, he used to do something, then he bust out laughing. I'm like, man, I don't know what that is. I'm fucking clueless. I remember one day we had to, I had to sit, and when he was explaining she had to spell it, I had to Google it. I'm like, man, I don't <laughs> know what that what is. what he was talking about. Yeah, he was, he was super hip on all that fashion shit. I don't know if he, had, if he had ever been to Paris, but if he had, I'm sure. I think he had, did, yeah. Yeah, it had to be one of his favorite places to be, if if so. Yeah. Because that nigga was hip on shit. I ain't never, no, I ain't really into all that kind of shit, no way. But when I was looking at that shit and seeing what that shit was costing, I'm like, man, he oh, fucking man. crazy, man. <laughs> Real shit. Yeah. Yeah, long lived off, man. True that. Um, so before we get to Christopher season two, man, I want to talk to you about this verse on Mob Squad Nard's album, This Real Life. Real life, um, you gotta forgive me because I I record so often. Bro, you snapped on this. Shit. I appreciate that. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. I don't know which record that is. Uh, Star was on it also. Um, I did write down some some lyrics from there, but so okay, maybe this, you, uh, you might even refresh me then. Yeah, so you talked about like um, riding the the California and the Greyhounds. Um, right, coming right, back right. with more pounds. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. And your mother yeah. being disappointed in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, to start having with bills, and then you know, I, I guess that kind of uh, soothes the you know disappointment a little bit. Yeah. So you know, I don't think I've ever asked you. When did you jump off the porch? Like, how old were you at the time? Man, um, I probably was like eleven to twelve. If we just talking about being active in um, shit you ain't got no business. Uh, but for like the kind of shit that would financially provide, that was about 16. Okay, yeah. So I, you know, I don't really know which aspect. Yeah, everyone's got their own definition. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we, um, I grew up, I've, I've grown up in just about every part of town in Memphis. And not the, um, you know, not the suburbs, not the the gated communities, not the good ones. I mean, it was a gate around the the apartments we stayed in, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a gated community. That's a, you know, it's a different kind of gate. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I guess, you know, I guess that that would be fairly accurate. Okay. Uh, a lot of the shit. Um, I guess I would gauge gauge jumping off the porch as. You know, the, the, however old you was when you start when you started doing shit, you could go to jail for. Yeah. Man, so I say about eleven, twelve. Okay. Did you yeah. ever think about getting a job back then, or did you just look at the streets? At like, eleven and twelve, no. Nah, well, I no, even, when you're like like you said, financially around sixteen then. Well, at sixteen, I had a job. That that's actually how I ended up jumping back off the porch. <laughs> uh, you know the the. The the bills and my um, the bills and my income when you know they didn't they didn't match up but you know I was sixteen but at sixteen you know you think everything that happens in life is permanent 
So, you know, I wasn't thinking, oh, when I turned, you know, 21, 25, you know, that, you know, that was far out of reach. Not saying I didn't think I would make it to 25. Just saying what was going on right then was worth more attention than me trying to figure out what my future was. And and so at that time, it felt like, you know, if I don't make it work, we fucked. And, you know, it might not have been the case, you know, we are looking at it, or I was looking at it from, you know, from the perspective of a 16-year-old, although I might have, uh, if I can say so myself, I was more mature than, you know, than a 16-year-old. But, you know, responsibilities, you know, they happen when they happen. Sometimes you just got to grow up, you know, in an instance. Yeah. And, um, or instant. Yeah. And you rapped about, like, um, telling your life story to, to your son yeah. and how he's going to know about this life, but he's never going to have to live this type of life. Yeah, I think, I think that's like the, I think that's the most effective way for, for me to, you know, to, to keep him from becoming who I was, if that make any sense. Not so much becoming who I was. I, I guess I like the, the, the lifestyle that, that we've grown accustomed to or, you know, coming from where I've come from. If you don't have to. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Live it. Of course you shouldn't. But for some reason, that becomes more appealing. You know, the, the the kids that grew up and they, you know, and they was privileged, even if, you know, it was moderately privileged, you know, those become the kids who who, who gravitate to to doing the shit that we felt like we had to do. We had we felt like we had to do it to provide. They feel like they have to do it to be relevant. Hmm. And when that happens, I think you create a, a, a bigger, you know, a, a, a bigger a bigger disease, almost like, um, like you know, I don't like name dropping, but like the the six nine dude, mm-hmm. like you know, he really wasn't in with that. And, you know, he got in it because it was cool to do and it was it was cute, and then real shit hit you. Yeah, <laughs> and real shit hit you and put him in in the space he wasn't even accustomed to being in, or space he wasn't prepared to be in. You know, to be in he, shit, he, he kidnapped him in some more shit. But if you stuck to what you really was, you know, what, what you really was made of, then you wouldn't have been in there. You wouldn't have had to. Sometimes I feel like the, the, sometimes I feel like people jumping off the porch just because their friends are off the porch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in real time, you, you know, you're better equipped. You got better, you know, better opportunities in your house. Sometimes, you know, it's best for you to stay in your house. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want my kids to be the, the, the kind of kids that's jumping off the porch. They don't need to jump off the porch, period. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You know, a lot of times that's what happens. The kids, that they, they got it good enough to not need to still do it because that's how they feel like they got to fit in. Mm-hmm. And then them be the ones that, that, that benefit the least from it. And they must also be the ones that get up, get everybody else jammed up because, you know, they don't really, you know, they ain't really built like that. And I don't want my kids to be built like that. I want my kids to, 
enjoy the, you know, the, the amenities that I didn't have and the things I can provide. And I, I just, I truly feel like if, if what my, if, if what my son follows me into is the trap, then I fail. You know, I've done a lot of things that I, I feel like, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, are worth glorifying other than, you know, other than that. Yeah. But I think the only way he get it is if I, you know, if I share it. I got to tell you what happened. You know, somebody tell you, hey, man, it's cold outside. And you're like, okay, yeah, right. And when you step outside, you know, you might step outside in a t-shirt because you can trust that, you know, he ain't been outside. He's going to tell me it's cold outside. But when somebody come in, you know, from being outside and they shiver and they tell you, Rich called the shit outside, you, you know, they give you enough insight to, to prepare if you for to go outside. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I kind of raise my kids the same way. I don't just say, hey, don't do this. And, you know, it's, hey, don't do this because this is, you know, mm-hmm. this is most likely the outcome of you doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to not end up in prison for shit I've done. But we you know we don't all get that that same uh, that same fortune. So no, that's true. Yeah, I think it's every parent's goal for their kids to have more opportunities than what we. You would have. think, but you know, I've seen the opposite a lot of times. Like I, you know, I, I see, like I've seen people you know encourage their kids to, to throw up whatever set they from, and you know all that kind of shit. And you know, I, I can't judge. I ain't in your shoes. I don't know you know y'all life or how, how y'all rock. But for me, that's the last thing I want is, you know, my son to be trying to be. I don't even encourage my kids to be rappers or musicians, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. I want them to be able to become the person that that they were set to be. And, you know, the last thing I need is them trying to be uh, street in in any shape, form or fashion. Especially if they don't come from that lifestyle. Right. Not even not even close. So, you know, that. You know that's important to me not to not to uh, give them kind of like um what's the show? <clears throat> There's two men of them now. The Fifty, 50 Cent show with Goat, not Ghost. Power. Power. Yeah, Power. Okay. <clears throat> like you know his son kind of it kind of go like exactly what I was just saying that you know he had to be in the, in in the mix and you know he saw fit to he was determined to be in the mix even though he had better opportunities. You know, his 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 daddy had been through enough shit and built built enough for them to you know to to enjoy the fruits of his labor, and instead you know he rather you know he rather be you know he rather rather jump off the porch. So the last thing I need is for my kids to be want to jump yeah. off the porch. No, jump off the porch interview is great. Yeah, that's great. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I understand, man. All right, so let's talk about the new album, man. Indeed. Christopher, season two. Indeed. Um, so did you and Sheffer get in the studio and cook all this up from scratch, or what was the creative we definitely, process like? We de- that's exactly what we did. Um, with this tape, I kind of threw all the uh, all the rules, the, all, the, all the procedures, or, or the, you know, the, the process of how I would normally put a project together. I, you know, we threw all that out the window. We just went in and... Like literally, whatever happened happened. Like no record on the tape is a record that I sat with for months to try to figure out what I wanted to say or what I wanted to do or what direction. Like you know, we ain't go in the studio with a, a idea in mind for whatever the next song should be or you know next couple of songs should be. We just went in. We you know we just went in and started creating. 
And, you know, it ended up being something something remarkable. So, uh, you know, whenever we we work, I want to say for the most part, I don't think, I don't think I've really ever done a a record that, that, you know, like via email. I want to say just about every record me and Chef's ever done, we've done, like, you know, we've done in person. And that's always easy. It's always easier to do because I don't know, I guess that kind of boosts the creativity when we're mm-hmm. both in the, in the same space. And I guess, you know, with that tape, that, that shit just, and it just worked. It just, it just made sense. Yeah. And as always, you're snapping on this. I appreciate it. You're going crazy, <laughs> man. I appreciate it. Uh, so let, let's talk about some of these songs. We're going to start right. with the first one, pilot episode, you and Starlito, man. Indeed. It, and that go back to, like I was saying, I threw all the rules out the window. I, I opened the, the tape up. The intro had a feature. And most, I don't think I've ever heard an intro with a feature. And you know that I, I know anybody listening to me, they, um, you know, you almost become accustomed to my my formula. And that was, you know, the greatest curveball. Like you know, this, excuse me, this this ain't the, you know, the the um, it ain't mundane. You know, it ain't what you what you used to. And that was one of the records. Um, that that was one of the records I could hear Star on as soon as I heard the beat. I'm like, really? I, I know where you know, I know where we're going with this one, and it just worked. We were uh, you know gearing up to shoot the video to that too. So. Okay, yeah. yeah, that should be that should be interesting as well. Nah, that's all right, man. You got a line on there. You said, uh, "I wish <clears throat> all my baby mamas got along. That way, all my kids can always be together." Yeah, you know, in a perfect world, times like like now when I'm on the road, my kids will still be able to you know to see each other. And, you know, instead it's, you know, it's the opposite. My kids get to see each other when I go and get all my kids. And I, you know, I get them every other week. But, you know, I, I grew up with my brother and my sister in the house with me. And, you know, I saw them every day. I, I, didn't, have, uh, I didn't have outside siblings. I discovered once I was, shit, 35, 34, 35, that I had two sisters, uh, that I shared two sisters who I sh- share a father with. And a father, so I can't give him that. I shared a sperm donor with with two sisters that I didn't even know right, existed. Really, when you were thirty four? Right, I found right, I found out in my thirties. Oh shit! But growing up, though, I grew up, you know, in the house with my siblings, and I really can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing my brother every other week. Yeah. I can't you know I can't imagine how that would have been, and unfortunately, you know, I'm not the mother; I'm the father. So you know, and it, it was me that created. Uh, the broken homes, so to speak. So you know, I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't. Well, they don't have that luxury to see each other, you know, to be around each other every day. Yeah. And you know, it, you know, that could be a gift and a curse at the same time. You know, we all need space sometimes. But I just, you know, I just be feeling like sometimes, like you know, like from touring. You know, if I go on a tour, then I don't have the 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 access to go home every other week, of course, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know no, if you're touring like that, it's not a tour. But, you know, when I can't move like that, you know, in the perfect world, my kids would still be able to, to see each other. They would still be able to be around each other, yeah. even though I'm not present. And, you know, I fear that 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 might not come into fruition until I don't exist no more. And then, you know, they don't really have a choice. And I, you know, I hate the idea that, you know, that it wouldn't happen until they're forced to do it. And, you know, even then, you know, they wouldn't be 
forced to do it, but you get what I'm saying. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And I would hate for for it, it to take you know my absence to create the the um, the urgency yeah. for them to you know for the mothers to feel the same way. Yeah. But you know, that's one of them things that's kind of out of my hands. It ain't, uh, it ain't like a fucking, I don't know what you'd call that, with a love square. It ain't like that kind of shit. Like, you know, the relationships just ain't, um, it just ain't there. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my baby mamas don't, uh, they don't coexist with each other. And they don't necessarily have uh, tension with each other. It's just there's no bond with the three of them. And, I'm, you know, I'm not faulting neither of them for that. Like I say, you know, I created the broken homes, so it, that's something I just, you know, bullet I just got to bite. But that's something that never really sits well with me. And on top of that, you know, I, I got a son on the way now with my wife. Oh, really? Congrats. I'm sure somebody's watching and, you know, shaming the shit out of me for having so much going on. But, you know, <laughs> life is life. I don't, um, you know, we ain't, none of us got a fucking rule book or map or yeah. atlas or, or GPS of how we were supposed to go through it. You know, I live my life and, you know, although I have uh, children with different mothers, I still stand tall, you know. Of course, it's going to be people that want to discredit that too, but, you know, that is what yeah. it is. Any person that's, that's around, you don't really got to be that close to me to, you know, to see how far I go by my kids, so. Yeah, real But like I said, in a perfect world, they'd be able to, you know, to be around each other even if I wasn't present. Yeah, um, that kind of segues into this Lone Wolf record, man. So you got a- Lone, yeah, okay, okay, with so, uh, D1. Yeah, with D1, shout yeah. out to D1, man. So Indeed. you got a line on there um, that, that my <laughs> wife caught and she actually really liked this line. Yeah. You said, uh, my baby mama feels some type of way because I shop at Children's Play. Yeah, man, I, I, I think sometimes, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to say this without being, um, without being uh, offensive, although you know, that's a, uh, a courtesy that ain't, it's not a mutual courtesy. I, I don't know, I, I don't really like to, uh, to bash people, especially not you know, in any kind of media platform. So I don't mean it in, in the most negative way, but I think sometimes people get caught into what other people think so tough that it kinda, it kinda blur what's really important. And for me, yeah, you know, I, I make the money, but I take care of seven kids. And, you know, taking care of seven kids, you you think I'm about to be buying Gucci and shit for seven children, seven growing children. Yeah, they outgrow it in three months. I mean, not only do they outgrow it, but I don't know if, you know, I'm sorry some of the viewers got small children. You got, you got like a two-year-old to like a 10-year-old. Man, buy a brand new pair of shoes for a two-year-old and see how quick those, those shoes look like old shoes. Yeah. Take maybe a day. <laughs> you, you let them play anywhere. It ain't got to be outside. It can be indoors. You let them play. Them shoes look like, you know, like they had them for, for two years. Mm -hmm. What I look like buying clothes that, that they're going to grow out of in a few months. And on top of that, they're going to damn damage them before they can actually enjoy them anyway. Yeah. And you know, children's place is a very affordable place for me to buy children's clothing. 
Now, some of the shit in children's place that can't rock with, like, all that glittery shit. <laughs> but that's because, you know, my own personal preference. Because, you know, I buy my, you know, I used to buy them that years back when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And glitter would be every fucking Oh, it's way. everywhere. You can never get rid of it. Right. You know, you, you can't, there's nothing you can do. You just got to, glitter, you just got to let, let time deal with it. Because that shit's, you, you can't wash it off. You can't scrub it off. That shit's just there. But either way, you know, children's place is an affordable place. And like I said, you know, seven children. And I don't, you know, I wasn't saying I exclusively shop at children's place. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if they need clothes, I'm only going to children's place. I'm just saying, you know, when they need clothes, children's place is an option for me. And, you know, I ain't ashamed of it. Target yeah. is an option for me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, I, I don't really see that. You know, I don't wear all the crazy shit. So, you know, I don't really see a need to be buying, you know, children designer clothes and shit. Yeah. The farthest, you know, furthest I'm going to go with that, you know. Not, if, I, if I wear it, then I got no problem, you know, buying it for them. But for all that crazy shit that, you know, sometimes, you know, um, parents be expecting you, know, you to break the bank as the father to to buy all kinds of outlandish shit for no reason. Yeah. And, you know, we don't really see eye to eye on that, and that's fine, but we ain't never going to because, you know, my pockets are my pockets. I'm expected to buy fucking Louis Vuitton shoes for a three-year-old and send $2,000 for the fuck of it for the three-year-old and, you know, and fill your, you know, put gas in the car for the mother of the fucking three-year-old and pay the rent and help pay for, you know, pay the, the car note. Well, you know, so sometimes the expectations are fucking unrealistic. And that's basically what I was saying then. Like, you know, you, and the craziest thing about it, people, the, again, you know, I, I don't want to do no, uh, I don't want to point no fingers, but the people who don't agree with me buying my kids clothes from children's place buy the kids clothes from children's place but it's okay for them because you know they don't make as much as i make and since i make more i'm supposed to spend more yeah which is ridiculous right you know that whole logic is kind of sideways and you know that's basically what i was saying then because i uh i don't know where it is at verse but i say you know i guess it ain't real love unless it come from the pocket yeah you know i spend every waking moment with my kids when I have my kids and you know that's not enough because I didn't buy fucking Fendi the shoe for a toddler you know if that's you know that's where it's at that's where I'm being being uh, measured by my expenses instead of you know you know my parenting as a whole then you know I think that's absurd and that's what I you know like I said that's what I was saying then like you know I think some of that shit is just you know it's just unrealistic expectations for a person you don't um have uh, good in, good intentions for so. No, absolutely. Like I said, I was playing it in the car. My wife heard it. She's like, "I love children's play." And then she it heard did. the next line where you were talking about like, "Cause you're not buying them Prada." It's right. Like, you know, I, like, I think oh, that's yeah. absurd, man. I would go in Target, and man, my kids like, like you know, a few years back, I think I said I don't know what record I said it in, but it was a while ago. Either way, you know, I I was um not I come from Jordans. So I ain't really hip on all the other, you know, the other popular shoes. Mm-hmm. They don't really appeal to me. And, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, the shit don't glow for me. But my kids like different shit. Early on, I used to try to, you know, encourage my kids to like retro Jordans. Yeah. And, you know, it just didn't stick. It used to be weird. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you, these, you know, these are these. 
And, you know, eventually I had to understand that, you know, they all, of course, they all got their own personalities. They got, all got their own tastes. And the Jordans don't hold the same value for them as it holds for me. And for me, I, you know, we couldn't afford them when I was younger and the shoes was being released. So for me now, being able to, like, that was like the, the first thing that let me know when I made it out of, you know, out of the adversity or made it through adversity. So for them, I had to, you know, I had to learn it. I had, I had to grow into that. So eventually, like right now, you know, Target sell, like, character shoes and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and all little girls love Frozen. So if I'm in Target and my daughter wants the fucking Elsa shoes, I'm not going to not get them because they're not made by Prada. Yeah. I'm not going to not get them because they cost $17. Now, if that's what she wants, that's fine. Because it's, it's something that she wants. It's not my desire. Of course, my, you know, my responsibility is to make sure she's clothed and sheltered. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for me, those $17 clothe her. So, yeah, you know, so be it. Yeah, because it's like these kids don't know what Prada is. They Man, don't know what Gucci is. They don't know. Man, right now, uh, right now my daughter's three. I don't think, uh, I don't think Prada's important at all. Mm-mm. Not even the least bit. And last time I got her, she had on some uh, some fake Yeezys. So really? I'm like, you know, I mean, she's three. I don't care. Yeah. But if it had been the other way around, if I had sent her home with fake Yeezys on. Oh, you never would have heard the answer. Oh, man, it would have been all, all over the Internet, man. People have been calling me. <laughs> you see what she said? But, you know, it, uh, uh, you know, it, it just is what it is. And that was one of the records. Like I said, you know, when I go in, I don't really have an idea. We just start creating, and that's what happened. That's, that was, I, I want to say something might have occurred that day or around that time. And, and you know, it just, it just poured out then, or poured out there. Yeah. And, you know, I don't really like to, uh, like I said a second ago, I ain't in, in the, uh, I learned from the letter to my son record. Like, you know, that was the, probably the most, uh, well, it probably was the Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Most successful as far as notoriety, probably was the most successful record, but it was also the, the it was also the toughest record to explain to my son. And I kind of look at it now like if I could go back, I'd still do it. It's, you know, I wouldn't have learned it if I didn't do it. But like now, I wouldn't do a, uh, I wouldn't go and directly bash my baby mamas now, because you know that's their mama, mm-hmm. and at some point they grow old enough to have uh, uh, respect for their mama that that that's high enough for that to be disrespectful to them as well, and you know that's something I wanted to uh, avoid, you know further in in my career i don't really want to uh you know like blatantly bash and you know that's a a situation i'm gonna hear about it anyway but you know sometimes even when it comes to that like it's tricky because i get to a space where i got something to say but i don't want to say it because i know i'm gonna have to go back and forth with it and but now i'm in a space where i really don't give a shit you know i know i didn't you know i could attack i really could you know i could be on the shit that they be on mm-hmm. and 
Instead of that, you know, I'd rather be uh, diplomatic, so to speak. And I think that works better for, for my, you know, for my uh, peace of mind. Absolutely, I don't know yeah. what the fuck works for them, but you know, that is what it is. Yeah. That's a whole nother world, so. Yeah, and you also had another line on, uh, on the Lone Wolf where you said, apparently, if you don't post your kids, they judge you, your parenting. Right, that's what I'm saying. They go back to like I was saying, you know, they, people be, be People base their lives off other people's opinion of them. Mm -hmm. And the internet is like a fucking drug to some people. Like every step of your parenting is supposed to be, you know, supposed to be there for the public. I gotta show you that I make my kids lunch. I gotta show you that I bought my daughter a fucking uh, Old Navy sweatsuit and she looks cute in it. I gotta show you that she's got a, you know, a dance or something. That, that you know I, I find adorable. I ain't really into that. They ain't, and, but that's how people look at it. People look at it like since they don't see this, yeah, that you're he not must doing not anything. be doing it, right? He must not be with his kids. He can't be spending time with them. We don't see them, and you know that's do it's it's odd that that's how people think. But and you would think that a person who's paying attention would already know that I ain't that kind of person anyway. I don't much give you none of my personal life you know I, I, I try my best to protect it as best I can mm -hmm. but the problem is that the people that are paying attention aren't really paying attention you know they, you know everybody's looking for a flaw or, or you know something they can something they can attack yeah. and you know same same deal I, I get a lot of backlash for everything I said in that verse I get you know that oh, shit sure, actually yeah. occurs you know, I get backlash for shit that, that really don't make much sense to me. And, you know, that, that shit just be weird to me for a, a complete stranger to have an idea or have an opinion about my parenting because you don't see me on the Internet. So you agree with whatever somebody else said because, mm -hmm. well, shit, you, you got to be right because he didn't say nothing. So I got to take your word for it. Ain't you know, I ain't into that. But that was, you know, that was the, the point of that. I'm like, you know. Apparently, you know, I ain't, I'm an unfit father because I don't put post this shit on the internet. And if that's the case, then you know I'll forever be the internet unfit father because yeah. I ain't into that. I, I don't. It, it don't. It brings me no comfort for the internet to recognize my children. And you know, it might be that might be paranoia. That might be you know being overprotective. It might. It could be a lot of things. I really don't give a shit. I would rather. I would rather have you know the weapon and not need it then need it and not have it so you know i look at that shit the same way mm -hmm. last thing i need is for you to see my son with his grandmama somewhere and you recognize my son and you make him uncomfortable yeah or you know or you recognize him and you're on some sideways shit you know my, my son can't he's, he's just 13 he can't protect him and his grandmama and you know he can't be expected to but I kind of would be being negligent to even put him in the, you know, in the space to have to deal with shit like that. You know, I ain't rich enough for my kids to have, uh, you know, round the clock bodyguards and mm -hmm. shit. And, you know, I, I don't live like that. So I had to be, you know, I had to be mindful of shit like that. So I ain't trying to m make sure you know what, what all my kids look like, know their names and know what they into and shit and shit. That, that's like basis for kidnapping. You gonna know every fucking thing. Yeah. But you know, some people love it. Some people don't know how to parent without showing you that they're parenting. You know, you gotta see that I, you know, I, I put up some clothes on today. Look at her pajamas. 
I, mean, I ain't into that. I know what I'm doing it for. And, yeah. you know, social media ain't what I'm doing it for. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, as long as the kids know that you're there for them, that, that's all exactly. that really matters. That's it's not that strangers' matters. opinions. Or, right, exactly. Yes, like, the rest of that shit, you know, it matters to other people, unfortunately. But no matter what, it ain't going to matter to me. Yeah. And, you know, it, the, the, what do they call that? The, the court of public opinion? I think mm -hmm. that's what, how you say it. Well, I don't exist in that. I don't see it. Ain't that shit don't mean nothing to me. I don't have to, you know, you, you can look at my hair and tell I don't give no shits about what another person thinks of me. You know, I, that shit just don't matter to me. If, if you familiar with me in any shape, form, or fashion, you've never seen me put on anything that would make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see the, the, no, the chains, you don't see uh, designer, nothing. I don't got like face tattoos and all that kind of shit. Not, I'm not knocking any of it. I'm just saying that none of that is me. And since it's not, that's not what I do. I'm not into it. And I don't really care if a person, you know, feel any kind of way about me not being who they want me to be. Because at the end of the day, you know, I come here to make my money and take it home to provide for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm exactly who they want me to be. So, yeah, it's hard to argue with that, man. Yeah. True that. Um, so here we go again. Uh, you talk about a couple of stories. Yeah, this, yeah, man. yeah. Here we go again. Um, here we go again is a record I wanted to um, kind of give a... I kind of wanted to give a, a, a picture of, of people that was doing right, if it make any sense. Not right in the sense of like being just or, you know, on the law abiding the citizens or something. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, like the first verse, uh, you know, it, it's two homeboys, it, you know, they, they rock with each other and one became more fortunate and one became less fortunate. And the less fortunate one envied the one with more fortune. And even though, you know, the most more fortunate one tried his best to you know to help out to try to bring his, his his guy up where he was at it wasn't enough for him mm -hmm. and you know he wanted it all <clears throat> and this this kind of shit happens man both of those are true stories just not you know i know I, I don't do not the name game yeah and i just and they you know completely unrelated stories you know it's one set of people and another set of mm -hmm. people that you know that i know but that, you know, I, just, I wanted to display the part of it that people don't really pay attention to. Like I said, you know, the first verse, you know, he was getting, he was getting his money. That's what you, you know, that's the goal, that's the objective. But little do you know, it's people that's around you that see what you got and don't see it as an accomplishment for you. They see it as a, a, a you know, as a, a downfall for them. Some people look at what you got and say, damn, I don't have that. Other people look at what you got and say, damn, that's, that's cool that you got that. And, you know, I wanted to display that in the best uh, form I could. So people that come from the same world I come from would see the, uh, you know, see a picture that they probably wasn't familiar with or probably never really gave the perspective to, uh, to understand. And then that second verse, same thing with the, uh, with the girl in the second mm -hmm. verse. You know, she was sticking to herself, she, you know, you know, it is what it is. Most, uh, I won't say most, but a lot of women uh, preference or, or black women preference, you know, they like the, the niggas that's in the mix. 
And, you know, ain't necessarily got to be dope, but, you know, they like the niggas that's in the mix. And sometimes they kind of naive to what really occurred. You don't really understand what you're signing up for. You know, you know everybody is paying attention to them, and you look at that like, you know, everybody's jocking the guy. Like, in real life, you know, everybody ain't jocking. Some people, you know, same way, you know, niggas in the street got eyes on them. Police got eyes on them, too. And, you know, I wanted to... to display that in, in a, a manner that would catch because I felt like that was something that you know that far too many people are naive to so I need you know I needed it to hit home for you know for for the listeners as well yeah it's so vivid it's like you can hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. You see the thing playing out as you're rapping it too. Indeed, indeed. I, I'm just fortunate enough to, to be able to make it all rhyme. So, you know. <laughs> Plans to shoot a video for that one? Um, I want to. That that just sounds like a video that would cost more than it needs to cost. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have some actors. Yeah, right. I got to pay actors and extras and shit. And when you're doing, see, when I do videos for features, like one of the first disclaimers I give is I'm not, I don't do dialogue or don't act. <laughs> and that's because, well, you know, one, of course I don't act in, in real life. I don't, I've never taken acting classes. And if we're going to act on camera, I feel like you got to know what you're doing. And more times than none, the, the setup, the, 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 Equipment, the directing cast, if there's a cast, ain't equipped to do dialogue. People assume, you know, you got a camera and a mic, you can do dialogue. That's not how that shit works. And I'm like, you know, if we're going to do, you know, if we're going to act, it's supposed to be done properly. And unfortunately, that just sounds like some shit that costs more than I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to pay for, you know, for all that. Because I, I don't know, I would have to go hire actors, hire a filming, like a real filming crew for yeah. that kind of video. Otherwise, I just felt like it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't live up to the expectation otherwise. Because like you said, it's a vivid story. And just off of the song, you have to, I, that's already more than four people I'd have to pay mm -hmm. that would have to have, you know, at least uh, moderate acting skills. And the people that shoot that, that shoot videos these days ain't, ain't equipped for that kind mm -hmm. of shit. And financially, I ain't equipped to be playing around with that. Cause that's, you know, that's the kind of shit I would hate to shoot a video and not like it. You know, I spent yeah. thousands of dollars paying actors and, and writers and all kinds of shit. Cause I want to do it right. And, you know, that's one of them shit. I would love to do the video to that. And, you know, maybe some director somewhere has got a, a vision for it that's, you know, cost effective. 
But, you know, uh, minus that, I, I probably wouldn't have a visual to that. That might, that might be the only video that would be out of reach as far as visuals. Okay, gotcha. Um, do you have any videos already shot, tucked away, ready to go? Or? Yeah, we got a few. Um, we got we to gotta gear up and shoot a few more. Uh, around the time, around the time I started, um, around the time I, I was putting the album together and, and doing, you know, shooting videos and all that shit, like I said, my wife's pregnant and, you know, I had to, uh, you know, I had to prioritize. I got to pick where I should be and when I should be there. And we doing like February, so you know we in the, the big belly stages, and, and you know I I I see pregnancy. That's um. I I look at that, and I and for me, it's my responsibility to make sure that she's over accommodated, because in real time, my my part of the job is done until the baby comes. I, you know, ain't nothing I can do. If, yeah. you know, if she don't feel right, she can't find a comfortable spot to sit in or lay in or, you know, she tired from just standing up, that kind of shit. I can't relate. There you know, ain't no baby in me. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the requests from a pregnant woman are fucking outlandish and unrealistic. So, Instead of shooting videos, I, you know, I pause to be there to cater to the unrealistic demands. Because I think if there's ever a time to, you know, to pamper or pacify, I think it's then. Because, you know, they're they going through shit that we, we, we can't even understand or comprehend. And it's just like somebody say, oh, shit, I hurt my finger. I know you hurt your finger. I don't know how bad it hurts. I don't know, you know, I don't know what this sensation really feels like for you. I don't know. I, I know if I hurt mine and, you know, for, for a woman, you know, she's pregnant. She's got, you know, shit that I don't think anybody fully understands. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with all that going on, I would rather be there to go buy pickles at two in the morning instead of shooting a video at two in the morning. So, you know, that kind of, you know, put a pause to it. And I get it for like the fans, that's a, you know, a delay, you know, you gotta wait. And, you know, I, I get what that means when it comes to, you know, when it translate into streaming and sales and all that kind of mm -hmm. shit. And, you know, at some point you kind of gotta pick what's important. And, I, you know, I just feel like that, if anything, that's the most important. No, as it should be. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, we noticed you changed a lot of your ending verses now end with Long Live Piff instead Indeed. of Godspeed. Indeed. Uh, well, um, ever since I, I started releasing music for the mass public, uh, well, I guess for this, anyway, ever since I started releasing music, I, I used to end my verses with the name of, you know, the, the faction that I was a part of. And then at some point, you know, I outgrew that, or we outgrew each other, or however you would like to say that. At some point, you know, that dispersed, and I noticed that like people like super gravitated to what I what I say at the end of the verse. Mm. So after that, I kind of felt like if I'm gonna say something at the end of the verse, it should mean something. You know, it's gotta have some meaning, and. It's surprising how many people don't have an idea of what Godspeed means. But it really means, you know, it's really a phrase or a term to wish you well on, you know, whatever, you know, whatever endeavors you got in front of you. And 
you know, for a moment, that was what I would end with. Any matter what kind of verse it was, I really, like, you know, I'm, I guess I'm one of them people, we don't have to be cool for, for me to want you to be successful. Mm -hmm. in, real, in real time, I think that the, the, the more people that are successful, the less people that, you know, that are jealous and envious. And, you know, if you're getting your own, you don't want mine. And so I wish you well. I want you to go get your own because I don't want to share mine. <laughs> but after, uh, you know, after I lost my brother, that shit, you know, I, I kind of, um, I wanted to keep his name alive as best I can. And shit, really every record I've done since, since he passed, like, you know, that's, he's like, it's like he's looming in my head. And that's kind of how I make music. Whatever pop in my head just come out. And, you know, like I said, I feel like that, that's the least I could do. I can't, uh, you know, I don't want to visit his grave every day, but I would rather, you know, I would rather uh, uh, pay my respects every time I, I create, because now that's part of how I create. Yeah, that's no, definitely a touching tribute, man. All right, indeed, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Gotta ask you. Every time you come here, I gotta ask you, man. Step Brothers Fool. <laughs> Where are we at? I know you're tired of fans hitting you up. Hey, man, you know, Step Brothers. <laughs> and th this is the craziest thing about it, especially this day and age. Now consumers consume so very fast. It's like, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, people consumed like going out to eat to a restaurant you know like fine dining and now people consume like a buffet and a vending machine in the car you, as soon as they hear they want something new right after it so we could push their brothers full out today and, they're gonna be asking one five right they're gonna ask about five 30 minutes after we put four out like what 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 are we doing why what, how long we gotta wait for five like shit, we just gave you four but four is something that we're working on of course, with it being, you know, with us both being in different spaces in our lives, we ain't in the same space we was in on one, two, or three. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's gotta have, it's gotta have the same kind of, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta illustrate that. We don't wanna go in, you know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel, of course, but we're not trying to sell you the same fucking tire we already sold you either. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we just let it flow instead of, you know, going in and having like, uh, like we, we didn't sit down and say, oh, let's, we got a projected date. We're going to go for this. No, you know, how it happens is how it happens. And we feel like for the most part, our brand works because it's, it's genuine, it's organic. And if we didn't work the way we work, would it just come in however it come and let it flow on, on its own? If we didn't work that way, then it wouldn't be organic and it wouldn't be genuine. It would be us forcing a, a tape to you cause just because of the demand. And we get it, you know, everybody wants to hear it. And we're all for it. We want to, you know, we, we, you know, in the process of, of creating it, we're not going to rush it. Cause the last thing you want to do is rush it. You know, you make the most accidents when, you, when you're rushing mm -hmm. or the most mistakes when you're rushing. So, you know, kind of look at it like traffic, you know, we're rushing. We ain't trying to cause a fender bender. Do a small ass fender bender take two hours to clear traffic and shit because of, you know of a minor mistake. You no, know, the creative process kind of go the same way. We ain't trying to go in and 
have a fender bender and we gotta wait and try to figure certain shit out. Or, I don't know, on the flip side, we ain't trying to go in and give it so much thought that we overthinking it. So, we just let this shit flow how it flow. Yeah. But anytime you guys drop something, like whether it's pilot episode, it just sparks those conversations. I know, I know. It's like. I know. And, and that's, that's, that's gratifying, to, you know, because that let us know that, you know, that, that the audience is still here with us. Yeah. It's been and over 10 years, right? Since three? Since the first one. Oh, since the first one, we probably have been. Yeah. Over 10 years. Yeah, I, I guess it's got to be. I think we did that first one right after I did Letter to My Son. Okay, so yeah. So, yeah, it's probably years, 10 or 11 yeah. years old. That's, yeah, I am. That's ill. I feel even older now. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure my gray hair glowing on this, uh, on this camera. <laughs> I probably just grew one right then when, we, when I, you know. When I, it's wisdom. Yeah, yeah, it's that. It's that. It, wisdom. It's learning from Having multiple baby mamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 2023 trip, man. Any plans? Anything that you're looking forward to? Any goals you set for yourself? Or man, I'm gonna run it up. I won't say what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna do it. But 2023 should be very fun for me. I you know, and I have a, uh, a son, so I have a new addition to my family. So that should be interesting in itself. So. <laughs> yeah, those newborns, man. Yeah, that's a handful there. I can, uh, you know, I I got enough patience for newborn. I guess that's why I got so many kids. I got enough patience for children. But um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to, to you know to meeting the the person I've created that's been hiding behind a, a belly this whole time. So you know that should be interesting. And I know, you know I, I've seen it a few times. It's like an ongoing joke amongst fans. Whenever uh, I have a child, you know, I go into super grind mode. And, you know, I, I, I agree with it. And, you know, I'm having one now. And, you know, I'm going to 2023 going to be super grind mode. And, you know, I, I, you know, that is what it is. This is what I do for a living. So I, I always feel like, you know, the, 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 the seeds I plant, today, you know, those are the trees that, that grow, you know, four or five years, ten years from now and all that kind of shit. Like, people don't know my publishing go to my kids. My kids don't know my publishing go to them. It's not shit they can do with it right now, so it yeah. just builds. But, you know, that's the, the objective. And, you know, you know, God willing, I'll never see the money. You know, it'll be something that, that grow into uh, you know, a financial pattern for them. And, you know, 2023 going to be uh, a very interesting year, i say that. Hmm. Indeed. Yeah. All right, Trip, you got a shout-outs you'd like to give before we wrap it up here, man? Um, not really. You know, I don't, really, I don't think i ever really done a <laughs> shout-out. I don't think. Uh, man, every person that's a fan of me, whether you like one song or one verse or all the shit or some of the shit, Really, if you've ever listened and you don't like none of this shit, I appreciate the you know the time you spent paying some attention to me. You know, we independent artists. It's a little you know it's a tricky it's a tricky road, and music in itself, it shit changed so often. You know, you kind of gotta adapt or die. So you know, I appreciate y'all for fucking with me, and forgive me for not uh, not being so uh, inviting into my personal life that's just part of who i am if you've been a fan this whole time you, you know you're accustomed 
to you know to how I rock. But I just I think if in that aspect, some of I think I'm better received because I don't dive into my personal life, and when I don't really like um, I don't like people in my business, and you know if I share certain things with you on the internet or social media then you see me in person you feel comfortable asking me about shit you you know that i, I really wouldn't you know respond well to mm-hmm. but either way you know i guess that would be my shout out a shout out to all the people that support me or have supported me or you know start supporting me after you you know you tune in wish me well as i go with my peers had never been if I don't make it back whole, contact my next can. Pray for my f- Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hi, this is Elton John here. Throughout my U.S. tour last year, we heard from thousands of fans that financial security and financial planning are hugely important to them. So important that David and I are continuing this vital conversation into 2023. Together with the Alliance for Lifetime Income, I'm spreading the word about the importance of protected income, which is money you're guaranteed to get. Like me, I'm sure you have big plans for your next chapter. Protected income from an annuity helps ensure you have all your bases covered so you can have the financial freedom to tick off your bucket list. The first step is to decide what's on your bucket list. Then meet with your financial advisor to ask if you have protected income and get their help making a plan that fits your unique financial goals. Join me and my friends at the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Together, we can help make financial freedom in retirement a reality for more Americans, starting with you. Go to protectedincome.org today. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.